Welcome to the Jazz Shapers podcast from Mishkondorea. What you're about to hear was originally broadcast on Jazz FM. However, the music has been cut or shortened due to rights issues. This is Jazz Shapers with Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. Listen in colour. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. Good morning, this is Jazz Shapers. I'm Elliot Moss. It's where the shapers of business meet the shapers of jazz, soul and blues. I'm really pleased to say that my guest today is Julie Chen, CEO and co-founder of The Cheeky Panda. What a brilliant name. The sustainable bamboo tissue and wipes company. Growing up in China, Julie knew the potential and many uses of bamboo, the world's fastest growing plant, which grows 30 times quicker than trees. With a passion for sustainability and business, her career was in branding, supply chain and digital marketing. And Julie had an idea to create a bamboo tissue company. But for her husband, Chris, the key concern was scale. Whilst visiting her parents in China in 2015, Julie took Chris to a successful bamboo tissue factory and learnt from the owner that whilst around 27,000 trees are felled every day to service the world tissue market, a large surplus of harvested bamboo was not utilised. As Julie says, we thought, why are we cutting down trees when we have such a wonderful resource that we're not using? They launched the Cheeky Panda in 2016 with £10,000 from a crowdfunding campaign and now export their eco-friendly tissue and biodegradable wipes made from 100% sustainable bamboo to 23 countries worldwide. Products, Julie says, are kind to skin, vegan and cruelty-free certified. We'll talk to Julie in a few minutes about changing mindsets and indeed changing the global tissue market, which is worth £50 billion a year. We've also got, and you would expect none other than this, brilliant music from amongst others, Astra Gilberto, Georgie Fame and Nina Simone. That's today's Jazz Shapers. Here's the Duke Ellington Trio with Kinda Dukish. That was the Duke Ellington trio with Kinda Dukish. I'm with Julie Chen, and she is the co-founder and CEO of the Cheeky Panda. And I hope you were listening earlier. They are the Bamboo Tissue and Wipes Company. And I'm holding a beautiful little bit of packaging from the <laughs> tissues, the nice big uh, ones that you stick in an office or in your house or wherever it is. Hello. Hello. How, hi. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. It's really good to have you here. Tell me a little bit about how the Cheeky Panda was born. Why am I holding this packaging? How did it all happen at the beginning? Um, so, Chris and I, Chris is my partner. He's a Scottish guy. <laughs> so, we met, we met about six years ago. At the time, I was doing my online business and he was doing his headhunting business. And so, we kind of sort of doing our own thing. I grew up in China, so we used a lot of bamboo in, um, when I, as I grew up. And I kind of... I know that um, bamboo is a very good material. At that time when I was doing my online business, I wanted to create a brand called The Cheeky Panda and create all the bamboo products under this brand name. But I didn't really do anything until I met Chris and I talked to him about this idea. Then later on, we, we were engaged and then I took him to China to see my parents. 
and then I sort of suggested we took this opportunity to explore this bamboo idea. And that's when uh, we fly three hours to west part of China to visit tissue factories there, to visit like basically bamboo production. When we got to the city, the city is surrounded by bamboo. We took a six-hour car journey to top a middle of mountains to see a tissue production factory. And all the way is bamboo. Before we did this trip, Chris never been to China and he was suspicious of how China production looked like. He saw it's small scale. He saw it's um, probably not that modern. But when we got to the factory, we were both um, like amazed at how the modern production. Um, but the most important thing we learned there is the, the, the people who were in the factory told us bamboo grows it's like a grass. When it, you cut it, it grows back on the root itself, so you don't have to replant it or anything. But of, only 10% of bamboo were used, and like 90% was still surplus. And that's when I thought, why, why are we using trees that take 30 years to grow, and we have this wonderful resource we didn't use? Let me ask you a question, because obviously this first business, what was the online business at that, at that point? I was doing a shoe business, and when I was... Um, import shoes from China and sell online as kind of small business. I was doing like a lifestyle thing. Was that your very first business or had you had other little... Yeah, that's kind uh, of my very first serious business. Uh, not, not that serious, but um, yeah. it's kind of my first business and I learned a lot about branding, digital marketing. So I sort of taught myself how to do um, digital marketing, for example, and how to build a website yeah. from scratch. So I learned a lot. But you obviously had a desire to do your own thing again, because I'm just, as you were talking about, you flew to China, you took a, another three-hour flight across from the east to the west, yeah. then there was a six-hour car journey. I mean, I'm exhausted just listening to you. Just before we go to some <laughs> more music, what made you actually want to do it rather than just having this great idea? What is it about you, Julie, that, that made you get up and literally get in the the train, the plane, the automobile and so on? So the business I was doing is quite a small scale, and I... I grew up in a family where my, my dad is an entrepreneur and doing entrepreneurial thing is probably, I feel it's in my blood and um, I have desire to do it. And when I was doing the online business, it's rather small scale and I, th- I wanted to do something a bit bigger. Um, and you certainly are doing that. We're going to hold it, pause it right there. <laughs> Stay with me for my business shape today. It's Julie Chen. She's the co-founder and CEO at The Cheeky Panda. Time for some more music right now. This is Astro Gilberto with Stanley Torrentine and Ponteo. That was Astro Gilberto with Stanley Torrentino, I hope I'm saying it properly, and Ponteo. And if that wasn't correct, you can let me know how I should say it. I'm with um, Julie Chen today, and she is my business shaper here on Jazz Shapers. She's the co-founder and CEO of the Cheeky Panda. They make tissues and wipes from bamboo. Now, we were talking about the fact that you went... I feel like I've, I've closed my eyes and I've gone on this plane and I've landed. I've got in the car for six hours. I get car six. I'm really... I'm 
hate, hate long journeys. I'm thinking this sounds big. Go up to the top of the mountain and you see this incredibly modern factory and your and your husband is overwhelmed by the fact that there is bamboo everywhere. At that point, was it obvious that the two of you were going to do something? Was it, or, or did that happen when you got home? I already had this idea, and I've been talking to him um, since we moved in together. And he saw um, samples fly over, <laughs> and there's like toilet rolls made from bamboo lying around in the house. So. By taking him to this trip, he knows I was serious. Mm. And is that what you're like, Julia? Are you serious? If you say you're going to do something, do you do it? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. generally. You. That's generally. If I'm determined, um, believe in something, I would just mm. do it. And you, you mentioned your dad earlier, and you said your dad was an entrepreneur, and it was mm-hmm. in the family. At what age did you know that you wanted to do something? And at what age did you decide one day I am going to run my own business? Do you recall? That probably since I was like 10. Really? <laughs> yes. You should see her eyes. They've just lit up. Of course, I was born to run stuff. And, and this business, you, you, you kicked it off in 2016. It's been funded significantly since then. Yes. A few million pounds from various yeah. places. Mm-hmm. The climate issue now, the sustainability issue now yeah. has popped, as yeah. one would say. Yeah. It's been there for 25 years, ever since I've been in the world of work. People yeah. have been talking about it. Mm-hmm. But it feels much more real probably because the downside is real. Mm-hmm. You're not on the bandwagon, but it's incredibly good timing. Yeah, and I would like to think we actually push this trend as well because for Chiki Panda, we have a three, three-I core mission. So it's innovate, impact and inspire. So that's core of our business. And we're not just producing products. We like to in- inspire people to... Be eco-friendly, be healthy and have this kind of mindset, have kind of this kind of lifestyle. And that's the mission of the Chiki Panda. We did a lot of exhibition and we did a lot of promotion and advertising as well. So this kind of creates some trend and then probably other smaller brands start to follow and the bamboo becomes trending at the moment. And also like people start to be aware, understand that, okay, the climate change is a serious issue. For Chiki Panda, the name is quite fun and it's it's all about bringing this sustainability traditionally belong to only a group of people who understand it and people who maybe um, just a small uh, range of people who really doing some work around it. Yeah, it's but got bigger now. People are getting it. It's got bigger it. now and it's yeah. for, the, for the Chiki Panda, it's very important for us to bring sustainability to the mass market. In terms of production, uh, and, and funny enough, I, if I had have gone up that, that journey, six hours, I'm still back in the car again, <laughs> I've gone up to the top and I go, whoa, this is a long way. I actually would have thought that the factory would have been phenomenal because my my understanding of Chinese manufacturing, which is now accounts for roughly 25% of all mm-hmm. global production, yeah. and therefore when you know issues happen, supply chain is hit significantly, but mm-hmm. it's because over many years, the quality of Chinese manufacturing has improved and yeah. is hugely scalable and yeah. so on and so forth. Where now is are you making all the uh, the products? Is it in lots of different factories or is it back in that factory it's at, the yeah, top, it's, at the top of the hill? Yeah, it's... It's spread into different factories. And no issue with distance. It sounds silly here, but you're a UK-based business. Yeah. Is it quite straightforward logistically to manage the fact that all your production is over there? Um, yeah, I worked in a global supply chain before and I learned how to manage that um, through my previous job. And so that was, that wasn't a difficult thing for us. And of course you're Chinese, so that makes it yeah. more straightforward yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's easier to... My Chinese Culturally, is, at least, you're, you're exactly. clear what's going on. Yeah, I think I, the language and cultural background does help with the yeah. business. 
I'm sure um, it does. Stay <laughs> with me for much more from my business shaper. It's Julie Chen. She's um, the co-founder and CEO of the Cheeky Panda. She'll be back in a couple of minutes. But first, we're going to hear from one of our partners at Mishkondorea with some advice for your business. Hi, I'm Laura Chandler. I'm a partner in the corporate team at Mishkondorea, and I head up our reorganisation and restructuring team. So why might you want to undertake a reorganisation or restructuring? There's a whole host of reasons, but some of the more likely ones are in preparation of a sale of the group or the business, or part of your group or business, for operational reasons. It might be to split the ownership, whether because of litigation, divorce, or just because. Or for tax planning reasons, such as inheritance tax planning. Careful planning is essential when undertaking a reorganisation. Some things that you want to think about are... Where does everything sit now? Where do you want it to sit going forward and why? What is your primary goal in undertaking the reorganisation? Also consider speaking to an expert to make sure that it's done in the most tax-efficient fashion. And what are the common pitfalls in undertaking a reorganisation? There are many, but here are just a few. Not fully preparing. Not taking the bank along with you so that they understand what you're doing and why. You might have charges or other security in place which needs releasing in order to undertake the reorganisation. Not having all of the shareholders fully on board. This can lead to delay and frustrations on all sides. And also timing. Think about whether there's anything time critical that has to be undertaken. And if so, factor that into your timetable. In essence, it's all in the planning and making sure you take the right advice early. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. There's a smorgasbord of former Jazz Shapers for you to enjoy. The delectable taste of each one will be smashing. And of course you can hear this programme again with Julie by asking Alexa to play Jazz Shapers. And there you can hear many of my recent guests. Or if you pop Jazz Shapers into iTunes or your preferred podcast platform, the full archive awaits. But back to today, it's Julie Chen, CEO and co-founder of the Cheeky Panda, the sustainable bamboo tissue and wipes company. So the trip's happened. You've agreed to set this thing up. You've got some funding, small amount of funding at that stage. You now have to build a team, Julie. How do you and your husband, Chris, at that point, I imagine he's by, by then he's your husband, how do you then go about doing this? That's a pretty tall order, isn't it, in a new sort of product, in a new category, as it were. There is no bamboo category here. Yes, so we um, we did some exhibition um, in Natural Organic ex- Exhibition. Um, so while we were exhibiting, Chris, uh, Chris and I were the two main person who organised the trade show. Then we hired some interns to help out. And then both of the interns we hire are from uh, Greenwich University and they are very passionate about this concept and they just really engaging with people. And then eventually one of them we hire for a longer term intern and now she's our best performing uh, sales superstar. <laughs> if I recall, you started the, the business in the house, yes, in your house. Yes. It then went to a small office and then it's gone to a bigger office. Yes, is that that's right? right. That's right. Is, is that fun? Does it make it feel more real when you're in a bigger place? Or was that excitement in the early days of the house actually quite exhilarating, quite buzzy? We didn't really know. When we started this business, we didn't really know how how it would go. And um, at the point, it was it wasn't really clear like how big this business can become, at, because at the time, only very small percentage of people are really eco. But now, four years later, ninety percent of people are really eco. 
Oh, as yeah. in they think about it, as in yeah, we all, we all yeah. want to do our bit in, yeah. a, in, a, in and, a small way. Yeah, and on, a lot of time when we're talking to people about, about this, um, people will think, oh, it's such a niche product. Mm. But Chris had a very important function in this because he believed this will be. For some reason, he just believed this is not niche, this is mass market. Um, and, and remind me where you're stocked in in the UK, because I think Ocado is in there, is that right? Yeah, we... Amazon? We know Amazon's bestseller. We are stuck in Ocado, Boots, uh, Superdrug, uh, Holland and Barrett. And we're exporting to a lot of countries. And revenue has gone from obviously zero in the first year to yeah. significant amounts now. Are you, yes. And is it growing each year? Is it super fast track? Is it sort of growing rather than a few percent? I imagine it's pretty significant year yes, on year. Yes, around 50 to 80 percent year on year. Wow. So, yeah, when we were back in the house at the time, it's just like when we start a business, we don't, we didn't really want to spend a lot of money in offices, and while there's not enough revenue coming in, and that's the reason we run it in the house. And then we had Kelly, who we employ as intern, come to the house every day and work. And later on, we then start have another two employees who come to the house and worked. <laughs> but no one really take take it serious. Um, but they all love this concept, and no one really know where you will go, whether you will become a serious business or not. Um, they just really simply love this concept. And now it's both a loved concept and indeed it's a proper <laughs> business. Stay with me for much more from my business shaper. It's Julie Chen, and she's the co-founder and CEO of The Cheeky Panda, which is actually called Colin in the advertising <laughs> campaign, which is quite funny. If you go onto yeah. YouTube and put in The Cheeky Panda Colin, you will see little Colin uh, doing his thing in a cafe. It's quite funny. Time for more music anyway. It's Georgie Fame and the Harry South Big Band with Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. That was Georgie Fame and the Harry South Big Band with their take on Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. Julie Chen's my business shaper. We're talking about the Cheeky Panda. You and your husband, I, I, I meet some people who work with their respective husbands or, or wives or, or boyfriends and girlfriends and so on. What's the dynamic? Are you able to switch off when you're not working? Does it matter that if you don't switch off? Has it improved your relationship? Let's do a bit of couple therapy for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, in the beginning when we, we have different opinions on how to do things, and sometimes we had to, to debate most of the time is in the evening. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> the, the nervous laughter of, it was in the evening we were having a glass of wine and we got angry at each other there was some fierce fight no but did, how uh, firstly who wins the arguments most of of time, me. <laughs> hey, see, that's what I was thinking. Sorry, it doesn't really matter what the topic is, but you win. Uh, but in terms of, of of the dynamic, what does what's Chris? What does he focus on mostly in the business? So Chris' background is in headhunting, so he had a lot of experience in business sales, in financial service. So he uh, headhunt senior directors for banks. Yeah. Um, big consultancy companies, big four accountancy firms, for example. So he has a lot of experience in financial service and understand the capital market and also business to business sales. And my background is uh, I did this online business, so I understand consumer 
We had a different opinion. He saw okay in the very beginning. He wanted to take the business to、uh, want to sell to buildings, and then I ha- I I said okay, that, that might be slow.、Mm. Um, I say、um, we need to go consumer. Online and retail, <laughs> and you won. I won. <laughs> <laughs>、uh, but in in terms of now the day to day, your how how does it what you know on a daily basis? How do the the two the the joint CEOs of the business? Well, he's a director, but it's you know the two of you are running、yeah. it. How does it split? Who focuses on what? Does he focus on people and operations,、yeah. and you focus on kind of market strategy? Is that how it? Yeah. So over time, then we start to understand each other's. Strengths. So I focus on management and sales and marketing, and then he he look after back office as well as a business to business sales and look after investment as well.、Um, and the switch off thing. Do you ever switch off from work? Yeah, sometimes, but it probably didn't work that well. So I have to go back to sales and marketing. That's where I what I can do better. And and in terms of when you're at home and stuff, though, can you stop talking about work together, or do you still find yourself talking about work quite a lot?、Um, yeah, we did talk about work quite a lot, but we just sometimes just、uh, when I go home, my baby sleep about eight o'clock, so I have an hour to play with him. <laughs>、um, so I generally play with him and talk a, talk a bit with Chris, and we both play with Leo, and then Leo go to bed, then we will just watch a film together. Well, good, you actually do switch off. Stay, <laughs> stay with me to to hear my very balanced business shaper here. It's Julie Chen.、Um, she's got a few more words with us in my final chat with her. Plus, we'll be playing a track from Nina Simone. That's in just a moment. Jazz shapers on Jazz FM in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. The uplifting Nina Simone with "Ain't Got No, I Got Life." I love that completely and utterly. Julie Chen is my business shaper, and she is the co-founder and CEO of the Cheeky Panda, which I really do quite like too. It's a brilliant idea. It's incredibly timely, and having travelled a little bit in in Asia, in Hong Kong, and in China, the bamboo thing always struck me because of construction. Actually, yeah, many many、yeah. years ago, because you see. Great big scaffolds going up the sides of huge buildings, and it's、mm-hmm. both strong,、yeah. but obviously comfortable and soft when you blow your nose on <laughs>、yeah. it. Pretending I'm doing the advert now. This has grown fast, this business, and it continues to grow. It looks like sky's the limit. Do you ever think about how big you want this to be, or is it is it not like that? Is it just let's keep doing the right thing, getting it stocked in different stores, getting it exported, or have you got a number in mind? Yes,、um, we do have a number in mind, and.、Um, But for me, it's not. It's not number is important, but the most important thing is to build a good business, build a good brand as well as a good business. That's what I want for the Chiki Panda, and I believe doing the right thing, you will get to the right number. And in terms of doing the right thing, I see that you are B Corp、yeah. certified.、Um, what made you do that? Because the B Corp movement is big in the states, it talks、yeah. about it. Basically, ensures that you run your business in a in a sustainable and、yeah. ethical way.、And yeah. It's definitely picking up here in the UK、yeah. as well now. But what made you specifically go? We need that. B Corp is a very high standard、um, company. Likes a body shop, Innocent. 
they are all B Corp company. For us, a B Corp is it's about people, planet, profit. So doing things in the right way, in an ethical way, making sure we run the business exactly ethical and not just on products, but also how how we run the whole business, how we organize things, how we pay people. We just want to make sure it's the right thing and we want to reach the, the highest standard and B Corp is so far the highest standard in the market. They are, it's a scoring system and doing to be approved um, take a lot of time. We understand where we are now, and but we still have a long way to go to reach the highest mm-hmm. score. Um, so we just want to use B Corp as a guidance to guide us to run this business. So, so Julie, it, just talking about that, it makes me think that A, doing the right thing, and you said it, is important to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. But B, I mean, I like your inspiring mantra as one of your three eyes, as yeah. it were. Is the buzz of running this business bigger than the amount of money you might make? Because um, I, I don't see you as... I, I can see you obviously have numbers in your head and yeah. stuff, but it, it looks to me like you're excited by the fact that you're running something which is doing a good thing. Yeah. And if the growth comes, well, the growth comes. Is that is that right? Yeah, for me it is. Um, for Chris, it probably slightly more commercial. <laughs> it's <laughs> how it of, is. One but, of you needs to be, I guess. <laughs> yeah, one of us needs to be. Otherwise, it would just go <laughs> to a yeah. completely um, purely ethical and probably like like a charity. But um, Chicken Panda is not a charity. And what Chris believe is we can do ethical thing. We can create good products. We can be eco-friendly, but we still make profit. Mm-hmm. And that's what Chris believes. And... Chicken Panda is not registered as a charity or anything. No, um, but you, give, a, you do give money. I know that you are yeah. investing in uh, protecting the, I think I'm going to say this, hopefully correctly, Khe Nok Trong rainforest in Vietnam yes. and doing and doing a number of other things. Yeah. I should mention, by the way, you speak four languages, right? Yeah. And so your first language is Chinese, yeah. Taiwanese number two, mm-hmm. Japanese number three, mm-hmm. and English number four, just for the record. Yeah. I should say that. Uh, we, we don't often get the chance to interview people whose fourth language happens to be English and, and have such a fantastic chat. It's been really lovely talking to you. Thank you. And really good luck with this business. I think you've absolutely got a brilliant opportunity to make this a special business. Thank you. Just before I let you go, though, you can't get away with it that easily. What's your song choice and why have you chosen it? It's Can't Take My Eyes Off You. I think it just tells such a lovely love story. If I think my relationship is it's about um, probably when we first met, we not after uh, run this business and have one kid. I probably not like the the pretty girl he met the first time, but <laughs> uh, we still have a very good relationship. We are soulmates to each other, and it just it just for me this song tells a really beautiful love story, and that's why I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That was Can't Take My Eyes Off You from Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, the song choice of my business shaper today, Julie Chen. She talked about the three eyes in her business, innovate, impact, inspire. She talked about doing the right thing. And finally, really importantly to her, the more money that that business makes, the bigger their impact can be on sustainability issues and on society in general. Really good stuff. That's it from me and Jazz Shapers. Have a super week. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mish Rea. It's business, 
but it's personal. We hope you enjoy that edition of Jazz Shapers. You'll find hundreds more guests available for you to listen to in our archive. To find out more, just search Jazz Shapers in iTunes or your favourite podcast platform or head over to mishcon.com forward slash jazzshapers. <laughs>